together growing in faith, changing communities. My dear brothers and sisters, today I would like us to reflect on the first letter of St. Peter, chapter 1, from verse 3 to verse 9. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. By his great mercy, we have been born anew to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead and to an inheritance which is imperishable, undefiled, and unfading, kept in heaven for you, who by God's power are guarded through faith for salvation, ready to be revealed in the last time. In this you rejoice, though now for a little while you may have to suffer various trials, so that the genuineness of your faith, more preciously than gold, which though perishable is tested in fire, may redound to praise and glory and honor at the revelation of Jesus Christ. Without having seen him, you love him. Though you do not know, though you do not now see him, you believe in him. And rejoice with unutterable and exalted joy. As the outcome of your faith, you obtain the salvation of your souls. My dear brothers and sisters, the beginning of the letter of St. Peter brings hope. Blessed be God and our Father. Praise be to God. Graciousness, gratitude, to God, for who he is in our lives, for by his grace we have been born anew to a living hope. The author wants to remind us that there is new life in God, that we've we've received new favor, new opportunity. We could start all over again. And he says, in Jesus Christ, we have found new life, new hope, new beginnings. How many of us feel trapped? How many of us are lost? How many of us do not even know where to begin? We have no sense of direction. We have no sense of hope. How many of us will want to start all over again? And this is an opportunity in which God gives us to find a new life, to find new meaning, to find the real purpose of our own existence. And he says this new hope that we have found through Jesus Christ It reminds us of the inheritance that we have received. St. Paul says in Romans, the sufferings of this world are nothing compared to the glory that God has kept in store for us. He says, what no eye has seen, no ear has heard, God has prepared for us. Peter himself, when in the Gospel of John chapter 6, 
they were all leaving him. He says, but to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. In the Gospel of John chapter 21, when Jesus asked him, do you love me? He says, Lord, you know the truth. You know that I love you. And so my brothers and sisters, we have received an inheritance from God. What is this inheritance? The epistle, to, the epistle of St. Peter reminds us of this, that we are made priests, prophets, and kings. We are raised into the level of the sons of God. Male or female, slave or free, Gentile or Jew. We are the ambassadors of Christ. We are coerced with him. And this inheritance that we have received from God is imperishable, undefined, and unfading. It will always be there. It is kept for us. It is for our own good. It is for our own faith. Then the author continues to argue and he makes a distinction with comparison that just as gold is tested in fire, so too our faith will be tested. So suffering is not a punishment. Struggles are not a punishment. Through them, we come to learn, to appreciate, to grow. We see ourselves as God sees us. We thrive to become angels of mercy. And so we have this assurance that we are never alone. That God cares for us. And so difficulties we shall have. Trials and tribulations we shall have. But despite everything, we shall conquer. We shall conquer because he is our genuine hope. He has given us the reason to believe. He has given us new hope and new beginnings. Then the author continues to say something absolutely powerful. He says, without having seen him, you love him. Though you do not know, no, you do not yet see him, but you have come to believe in him. And so he encourages his community that even though you have not seen God in a physical sense as we, as the apostles have seen him, you've come to believe in God. And that's the story of our lives. That our faith in God has allowed us to believe far more greater things. That the challenges we face today 
Do not allow us to go back because we are able to say he has been faithful in the past. He's also going to be faithful here. And so we're not going to be moved into fear, into isolation, because we know that the God of the valley is still the God of the mountain. The God in darkness, still the same God we have praised and seen in our light. And so we find that great assurance that God will never abandon us. That in as much as we love him, it's because he has loved us first. He has shown us that we met him. And he has called us to his ultimate joy. And so our faith allows us to obtain salvation for our souls. For it is only and only in God that we find true meaning of our lives. It is God who sustains it. It is God who maintains it. And above all, it is God who will lead us to the truth. May the Virgin Mother of God continue to be with us to protect, to bless, and to guide us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. And we ask that God may lead us to himself. That as we come to grapple with the mysteries of our lives, we may find meaning in the mercy and the love that he has for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.